1: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. Panama.
2: Panama. Ha. Ha. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm
0: Cody Crane. Is it me? I'm yeah. Tom Henry.
2: And we have one thing in common. We want to talk about Survivor Exile Island, a.k.a. Survivor Season 12, a.k.a. Survivor Panama Yes that's right we're taking a break from our survivor at the Movies segment to go but do an old old school season um because this is a season I've been wanting to talk about for, for a while and we have a guest with us today Tom Henry how's it going Tom good man how are you good good um so you've been uh you've been binging survivor through uh through quarantine is that right
0: yeah that's right I started on season
2: one mm-hmm
0: and I just finished season twelve. Is it twelve we're talking about, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, how's that been for you? Are you are you enjoying it? Over unders? How's it going? I'm obsessed.
0: Good. This is this is maybe the only podcast I've ever been excited to be on.
1: Oh, that's <laughs> no, no offense. just you no, just I did pray. my other one.
0: <laughs> I just feel like that as I said that. <laughs> I've been on a lot of great podcasts, but I'm only trying to underscore my enthusiasm for the show Survivor.
2: Yeah, well, well, I mean, with this one you get to talk about Survivor. With the other one, you have to be scared because it's a scary story podcast.
0: Exactly, and I hate to be scared. Yeah.
2: Um, well, well, there there's... are some there are some scary things in Survivor Panama. You know, the skulls, the the shrunken head, and of course Shane Powers. An all timer. I just love yeah. the guy. Yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say, Cody?
1: I was going to say uh, what's uh, your history with uh, Survivor Tom? Did you watch it when it was first going Are these rewatches or
0: <clears throat> Yeah, I watched the first 2 seasons when it when it came out and I really loved them. Um and then I just fell off. I fell off in the middle of season 3. Mm. And I never saw another episode until uh, now. So, and now I'm determined never, to watch all 40 seasons.
2: That's great. That's great. I'm, you're on. A, you're on an incredible journey. Um, I do also want to say this is going to be uh, tricky talking with all this with uh, about some of the characters with you, Tom, because a lot of them come back, and you. And when we talk about Survivor, you're very adamant that we don't give you any spoilers for future seasons.
0: Yeah, I'm very spoiler adverse. I like to watch it like I don't know what's happening. Although. Right. The season I'm on right now, my friend yesterday spoiled the winner by accident. Uh, What season are you on? 13, I guess. Oh, okay. The one where they um, divide everybody by race.
2: Did that surprise you, or did you know that was coming?
0: I think I'd heard of it, but it was still a bit shocking.
1: It's 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 (laughs) insane that you did that. There's no world where that's not shocking. I knew what I was getting into when I rewatched that season, and I was still (laughs) floored.
0: It's so insane. I think I heard that. I don't know who it was. I didn't look it up because I didn't want to see things about the season. But I heard somebody almost walked off when they found out.
2: Yeah, the uh, yeah the. I mean, I guess you know who the winner is, but the winner almost uh, like hated the concept of the season. Okay. But I'm um, uh, a big you, reason. Yeah, yeah. It's Ewell. Ewell, yeah, yeah. I thought you said Joel, right? And I was like, Yep, I'm Joel. <laughs>
0: I'm just flew in now to what I've been yeah. doing. <laughs> yeah. um,
2: another reason it'll be hard because it's because there are, are a lot of people that are on season twelve of Survivor that come back. Right. So, and very often we talk like very kind of spoiler heavy and talk like mm-hmm. context of these players and all this stuff. So,
0: um, well, how do I feel it out? I don't want to deprive your listeners.
2: No, no, it, I, it's it's a challenge for us. It's not. I mean, I'll I'll try and talk about. Do you know who comes back? No. Are you okay with knowing a couple of them that come back?
0: I'm fine to know who comes back. Okay. Well, I, just don't... I just don't want to know how they do.
1: Yeah, I I, won't, I just won't tell you how they do. I'll, I'll tell you. Don't even spoil that, though. We should have uh, Tom guess who comes back based off of the season. Like, who deserves oh, to fun. come back? That's fun. that's That's a good idea, actually. I mean, this, this season, one
2: of the – I mean uh, – Straight off the bat, I want to let people know that this is one of my favorite seasons. This is like a top five season for me. I think it's so entertaining. Um, and uh, what I love about it is there are—you get down to the final seven, final six—and it is like you can't argue that this is the most entertaining of of the sixteen people that are out there. They lucked out and got the six most entertaining people to be in the final six.
0: Is Shane in there?
2: Yeah. Okay. Oh Um, uh, and, and what I like about it is you can't, I I can't pick a favorite out of those six. I just love all those people. Really? Um, Yeah. I'm not much of an Aris fan. The eventual winner. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, Aris is a bit bratty, but I kind of like him because we, I guess we kind of get to know him a bit. He's, but he's just like a, yeah, pretty bratty.
1: Yeah. To me, he won the whole season when he gently massaged someone's knee during a challenge. Did he? Yeah, I don't remember that, Cody. Can you explain that? <laughs> we'll get to that well, because uh, it was that challenge where they have to dig up the bags and wrestle them to the um, plat- Their team's platform. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, he starts gently massaging the guy's knee that's holding the bag while the guy's on the ground, and then Jeff goes. It looks like Aris is doing some kind of yoga move. And then the guy lets go of the bag and Aris grabs it and runs and takes it. I do remember that. (laughs) Um,
2: Yeah. So, uh, Tom, why don't you. uh, So I believe out of the 16, four of them come back to play. So why don't you guess those four? Who do you you think think comes uh, back?
0: Certainly, Mm Sari. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Um, Thank you for that feedback. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Aris, ding ding ding. Okay, Terry, ding ding ding. Wow, And three for three.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't screw this up, Henry. Um, man, I don't know who the other one would be. I hope that it's Shane. Eh. Ah, I knew it wasn't Shane.
2: <laughs> I know. It's it. <laughs> such a travesty that shane powers has never come back to play survivor it's it's truly a heartbreaking thing i would love to see him come back
0: well i did see like that there did you see there's like a vice article about him about a relapse that he had afterwards
2: yeah that was that's a that's a tough read
0: so yeah but it seems like he's doing well now he has some kind of weird radio show in la oh really yeah cool and and he was on uh, a bunch of tyler the creator's songs Oh. Shane Powers? Yeah.
2: <laughs> In what I think, capacity? I think, is he rapping?
0: No, they just use it. I think he's like talking like he's on the radio. I think okay. maybe he knew him from LA radio and liked his voice.
2: Interesting. Or maybe Tyler, the creator, is a big Survivor fan.
0: <clears throat> maybe that too.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, do you have any other guesses for who the fourth person could be? Danielle? Yes. Double D. All right. Uh Danielle Di Lorenzo, she was also in a movie um that we uh covered a couple weeks ago. What's that what, called? It's called 180. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I'm look it up. Yeah. It also stars another uh survivor alum called Coach who you'll meet in uh season 18 of Survivor.
1: I'm confident he'll be your favorite uh player of all time. Really? Yes. Coach I mean, if you if you like Shane, coaches like out of this world, wow, yeah, uh, Coach coaches definitely i mean
2: Co- coach is Cody's favorite, and him he says that to everyone. but I, I, <laughs> coach is pretty great. Um, so let's maybe talk about this season. Um, well, how about how about we do this, Tom, before we get into this season? you you've watched twelve a se- twelve and a half seasons so far. Yeah. What what are, what are like some highlights? What do you like about the show right now?
0: Mm. Well, it's just relaxing. I I think it's almost like watching sports.
2: Yeah. Are but you a sports guy?
0: I am. And now and sports is gone.
2: Yeah, you're deprived of that right now. <laughs> I, yeah. I I know. I showed Survivor to my dad because he's a big sports guy, and it it filled a big. Hole for him for a little bit so that was nice
0: yeah i really love jeff probst i love um how much he cares about the game
2: yeah mm-hmm. that's uh, a big charming factor about him
0: i call him game master mm. because i really feel like he's in charge of things and to know that he is a producer and he really is kind of in charge of things yeah it is nice it's not like just some pretty boy host he really gets mad at people when he thinks they're not playing honorably
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh you know sometimes like a player will do something like uh, something weird and i'll go uh jeff's not gonna like that
2: yeah <laughs> like uh like clay in season uh in season five thailand he hates clay i hate clay too well yeah i don't i don't think you're gonna find somebody who actually likes clay but i, I, I rem-
0: really hate him
2: I remember that 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 propst had a had a deep disdain for Clay.
0: It was um, at one of the immunity or one of the uh, tribal councils. He wrote something weird on a on his vote. Goodbye, Denver Diva. Something like that, and mm-hmm. Jeff was like, "What is this?" And then he went, "Clay, don't do that again.
2: <laughs> no, no more nicknames."
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: It is rare to find a host that's that invested to the show, though, like that he has the passion and he's a character in his own right, because most of the time they're so impartial or just don't give a shit.
2: Well, yeah, so, the the amazing race guy, I mean, he's been around forever, but he doesn't have the time to like sit with the players and tell them and ask them how the game's going and all this stuff. Like Jeff, like truly needs to understand what's going on and understand the strategy for tribal councils to be um Good TV, basically.
0: I have noticed that Jeff's pulled back. Like in season one, he goes to that bar with Kelly Wigglesworth.
2: Yeah, well, Je- I'll, when I watched season one recently, I, I he, he his role they hadn't quite figured out yet, you know. Yeah, it
0: seems um, now like if he shows up to their island in a boat or something, they're all like, "Wow, it's Jeff." Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. He's more of a celebrity now. He's more he's more of their boss than he is like like um, in. In the finale of Borneo, they call him the 17th contestant. Really? Yeah. And I, I thought that was weird, and I was like, okay, well, that was his role in season one, and it completely changes afterwards. He's like their boss now.
0: I saw in an interview that he said he'd like his kids to play Survivor.
2: That'd be a good season. Him versus Boston Rob's kids? Oh, four <laughs> girls or five four, girls? Four girls, Yeah. <laughs> And Rob Nino has two kids as well. I mean, that could be a whole season.
0: Kid and they should have to be children, literally.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean they look I mean they have to find somebody who's not gonna get coronavirus and kids are are less likely to get it. Oh yeah. The so work. they can send out the kids. Yeah. Kid Nation. I mean, Do you remember that show? I don't. There's a show that was similar to Survivor called Kid Nation where they didn't a
1: bunch of kids on an island. And they had to vote each other up.
2: Cody, did you watch Kid Nation?
1: I, di- I didn't. That sounds like a nightmare to me. I, I don't like watching kids. And I think watching them try to come to decisions is awful. <laughs> Trying to build anything, too. Get
0: I'm with, out of here. I'm with you on that, Cody. I don't want to watch kids. <laughs>
2: I I I don't want to see it either, guys. I'm I'm not I'm not like <laughs> defending it. I, I watch
1: Kid don't Nation. Don't backtrack now. Here. You already oh, said Nation. <laughs> um, we we know you've tried to made this make this a Kid Nation podcast. We're not having it. Well, speaking of which, Cody, did you know that
2: Siri's C- son, Cerie and HB Honey Bunny's son, was supposed to be on uh, Survivor: David versus Goliath. I didn't know that.
1: And guess who replaced him when he dropped out? Who? Devilish Davy. Really? Yeah. I mean, Devilish Davy was was great, but we don't want to get into spoilers for Tom. Well, I mean,
0: it's okay to bring people up
1: in in
2: like twenty four seasons from now. Are you going to remember that we talked about Devilish Davy?
1: Yep. Even the name will give you chills at this point. <laughs> I have a mind like a steel trap. <laughs> Uh, okay. go Tom, on. let me ask you this: uh, Did you, uh, when you're watching this, do you have the uh, like inkling to go on Survivor?
0: Would, would you like
1: to be to, a contestant? I would really
0: love to, but we're not allowed, right?
1: It's we opened are- up the Canadians now.
0: Are you kidding?
2: Nope.
0: I'm gonna. I've sign applied you. twice. You have? Mm-hmm. Has a Canadian been on?
2: Uh, yeah, in season 39. Uh, 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 a hockey player from the New York Rangers was on. Really? hmm Tom Laidlaw. I've never heard of him. Mm-hmm. I think he's a '90s guy.
0: Um, does that have, Does that athlete thing start happening a lot? Because Gary Gary Hogaboom. Hogaboom.
2: Yeah, the first holder of the immunity idol was on was in the NFL, and uh, the second holder of the immunity idol was an Air Force guy, Terry Dietz.
1: Gary
0: Dietz.
2: How are you liking the immunity idol so far? Cause that's new for you.
0: I like it a lot. I think I'm 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 interested to see where it goes.
2: It's it, it changed drastic. I mean it so it changes between in season eleven you play it before the votes are cast. In uh, season twelve and thirteen you play it after the votes are read. So all, it that changes everything but then starting it in 14 and then going forward you play right before the votes are read oh really yeah so that that's the the modern incarnation of the the hidden immunity idol that's how it how it like really so you haven't really seen how it really affects the game yet because it it it, it, you haven't seen how it is now
0: the only thing so far is that it feels a bit basic like somebody gets it and then that's kind of yeah,
2: Yeah. well, that's the interesting thing about this one is that Terry just kind of holds it and everyone knows he has it and it's the reason he makes it through that Final Four vote. It's the reason, you know, he... The, the, and it doesn't really, there's not a lot of interesting gameplay with it. There is some talk about him giving it up to, like, Sally or Austin or even Danielle at a certain point but there's yeah. no interesting stra- there's no it doesn't really throw that much of an a wrench a wrench into any tribal councils will which it will start doing going forward okay. um it like causes a lot of drama at tribal and stuff like that and
0: it was pretty great when Gary revealed it
2: yeah and then Bobby John Wait. goes home instead of him
0: oh Bobby John my favorite
2: mhm i can't <laughs> Yeah, isn't Bobby John kind of a like a wet glove? I You told me you liked Bobby John. I was I was pretty <laughs> surprised by that.
0: No, he's not a wet glove. He's like a fierce, weird southern gentleman.
2: I remember when he <laughs> was yelling at Jamie being like, ah, yelling at each other in a... I can't remember what they say, but they're yelling at each other in a challenge, and it's very sort of frat boyish and very uh, machismo-esque. Well... You see it that way. I see it
0: as two um, animals in the wild. <laughs> but that's when I truly fell in love with Bobby John because I hated that Jamie guy.
2: Yeah, well, ja- yeah, Jamie is... It, it, Jamie could be worse than Clay. Um, but Jamie is like a, a crazy person on Survivor. He's not really an entertaining crazy person on Survivor. He's he's almost like a an annoying crazy person on Survivor. But then you get to season twelve, and you get like the pinnacle of crazy yet entertaining with just like yeah, you said all timer Shane Powers. I can't I can't talk enough about Shane Powers. I love that guy.
0: Probably my favorite Survivor so far.
2: That's really? Cool.
1: Yeah. Shane,
0: and then I'm and then maybe Bobby John. Really? Yeah. <laughs>
1: You're not on the uh, the Rupert train.
0: I went through a bit of a journey with Rupert.
2: He's he's great in his first like half of Pearl Islands, and then he really sours after
0: that. He's great, kind of that whole season, even after he turns. But then when he comes back for Champions or whatever it's called, All Stars,
2: mm-hmm.
0: he's kind of I feel like he's playing into his own thing a little bit. Like he feels like a star, and he doesn't play yeah. well. No, actually watching that thing and watching everybody just capitulate to Rob and Amber drove me insane.
2: That's a hard, hard season to watch. Yeah.
0: It would Um, have been easy just to deal with them and none of them wanted to do it. And it was this all-stars, but they were all playing so badly.
2: mm -hmm. Well, the thing about that season is that all the good players go out in the pre-merge where I was talking to Cody about this um, in the, you get this in season 12, Panama, you get 16 players and like less than half of them are so, so more than half of them are total duds, like not entertaining at all. And when they're getting voted out, it's kind of boring. Like the pre-merge is like, we're like, uh, just get back to the Kisaya camp so we can see Shane and Siri and all these people. But there are like, um, Terry Dietz's tribe, is so boring. Did you, did you guys find that?
0: They are extremely boring. It's a it's a fighter pilot and an astronaut Yeah, just kind of running the show
2: uh-huh. and then
0: two young guys who think it's cool that this guy's an astronaut.
1: Yeah. And, and when, then the, the astronaut, they just agree. They're like, well, you are the weakest. And he's like, yeah, I am. Get rid <laughs> of me. <laughs>
2: well, also, um, when... When Terry goes to Exile Island, they have nothing else to talk about other than Terry. They just talk about Terry the entire time. It's so <laughs> uninteresting. Like, Terry goes to Exile Island, he's looking for the, the oh. immunity of the idol. We cut back to his camp, and it's like, we miss Terry. <laughs> Do you have anything else to talk about?
0: Terry's a great
1: guy, he's just the classic dad archetype. And I don't know. I was all for Terry in this season. Just I, I love Terry. He's he really fun to watch. But he's like, I think maybe
2: people were, were thinking, oh, Terry is like Tom Westman. Oh, my God. He's going to be he's going to frog march to the end. And it's like Terry is not half as good as Tom Westman in terms of strategy.
0: Tom Westman, uh, that's the firefighter. Yeah. 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 They were similar uh, archetypes um terry i think you could see terry's weakness when he would try to uh like win people over to his side because he would always make it seem like he's doing them a favor
2: yeah exactly
0: they'd be like what like you're dead why do i care
2: (laughs) yeah he's like you're over you're number six over there but you'll be number five over here (laughs)
1: thanks terry (laughs) yeah he i mean the thing with terry was he didn't play that idol correctly either and i guess it would have been maybe risky uh for him to put it back into play if someone else found it and he did use it or whatnot i don't think i don't think that the idol would have gone back in the play oh that would have just been
2: it for the idol i think that yeah the idol's just done after that yeah that's what that's what that's
1: what happens in guatemala at least
0: he didn't end up using it at all, right?
1: No. No. Yeah. The, the initial merge, he should have probably used that to uh, save his person and take back the numbers that way. I think they probably could have got Bruce on their side if uh, they did that play and it was more even. Oh, I love Bruce. You bring, I'm glad you brought up Bruce. Well, I had to at some I love, point. <laughs>
2: I love watching his karate. <laughs> yeah.
1: For the kids.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, he does it for the kids, and he's scary he, when he
1: yells. He he scares me a bit.
0: He's a very yeah. Anybody with that level of sort
1: of discipline. Well, well he took a machete to the face. You oh shit yeah, I thought you he was going to vote. Out, and then the guy that
2: that that hit him with the machete is the guy that voted him that got voted out that episode. Yeah, so maybe that's why.
1: No, Aris hit him. No, it was Nick. Yeah, it was the guy on Terry's oh, side. Oh, you're, right. Sure. you're right. You're um, right. That could have been so much worse. Yeah. Just the fact that it hit happened to hit his tooth and break it there instead of just, like, hitting him dead on in the face.
0: And how about his beautiful Zen garden?
1: <laughs>
2: the one that... the Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about Courtney at all. The one that Courtney, like, does yoga in and every, everybody gets so upset with her. <laughs>
0: Is, you. <laughs> Yeah, is it like Bruce who's really sickened by her doing the yoga there?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it's disgusting. I'd rather be on Exile Island than be be
1: here with Courtney. (laughs) You could do yoga anywhere else on the beach.
0: (laughs) The level to which Shane is disgusted by Courtney is too funny.
2: It's really funny. I can't... I mean, I remember this season pretty vividly from when I watched it when it aired. Um, This is maybe the clearest one in my brain but i remember courtney being so much more annoying but what she's not that annoying i can see why people are annoyed by her but it's amplified by the fact that everybody just has such disdain for her so it's like there must be more going on here that we're just not seeing
0: at the final vote they show shane like she has to walk past him on the jury and he's like, goes as far away from her as he can. He keeps making these faces like, yeah,
2: just, even, can't. even on the jury, they're showing how much everybody hates Courtney.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, she was pretty uh cringy on the final jury too, like yeah, talking that, about how she really wanted to be a really good person on the show. And like, yeah. I mean, if she's talking about star signs and wanting to be such a good person and how good of a person she is all day, on a beach, that's gonna that's gonna drive you crazy. Well, and I think
2: uh, another big thing is that she seems to be in the middle of like every argument that happens at, at camp.
0: Um, she like, bothered me a lot. She might. She's one of my least. Uh, she's on my bottom list.
2: Um. Yeah. It it certainly makes for some pretty great TV the way she interacts with people. But I think I. I'm, and from stories I've heard from, like, outside the game and stuff, she's, like, a real handful. Ooh, outside the game stories. Yeah, I mean, public knowledge. She got kicked. There There was, like, a 20-year anniversary party, and she got way too drunk and got kicked out of the party.
1: Really? Yeah. Um. Just That's like the kind of, of juicy goss we've been waiting for. I yeah. mean, I, I, it's
0: probably something I would do, too. <laughs>
2: You, you, do you think you'd play most like Courtney on the island?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, who, who would you actually, uh, do you think that you would be playing most like if you were on there? That's a good question. Well, uh, I'm pretty quiet,
0: but I do like strategy. I don't know. I don't know where I'm getting at. So three, three, <laughs> yeah, maybe a three.
2: Like Ciri an un- is- a- I yeah. think I can
0: really convince people about the numbers. I mean, you've mm. told me that late, later seasons they get better about strategy, but like mm-hmm. in these earlier seasons, sometimes it just seems like they're not understanding the numbers. Yeah, properly. Like, don't like, don't let Robin Amber just do this. Mm-hmm. Us four, we can.
2: Take them out. Yeah. Well, here's a, you bring up numbers, and numbers is pretty huge in this final six episode of season 12. Because it's the first time there's like, since I think season one, where there's this plurality vote where the majority, it's, it doesn't take a whole majority to vote someone out. So it's a three, two, one. So Sari, Aris, and Danielle vote for Courtney. Courtney and Terry are voting for Aris and Shane's voting for Danielle, so Siri plans this very intricate sort of way to to sway the numbers so that because she, she knows that our uh, uh, that Courtney can't vote for herself, Terry and Shane both want to take Courtney to the end, so she needs to find a plan to make make it so just these three numbers can get Courtney out. And it's really complex, and it's one of the most strategic moves up to this point in Survivor. I mean, it's been talked and talked about on like YouTube and other podcasts and stuff. Really? Um but yeah it's it's like one of the the huge moves in survivor, the, the first three two one vote. Um and so she like I think the most impressive thing is is keeping Shane on the Danielle train and keeping him away from like Courtney and Terry think, thinking the votes for Aris is just keeping Shane vote daniel vote Danielle. vote Danielle. that's like the most key part of that, that
0: that oh right and then he was freaked out after and they were like you were too far away to tell yeah it's such a
2: lie <laughs> <laughs> he's like okay cody what do you think about the three two one
1: i mean i guess i uh kind of took uh that for granted almost given what we've seen now like there's well, especially what we've,
2: I mean, no spoilers, but what we've seen from Ceree going forward. Mm. This is, this is just the, 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 just the beginning, Tom.
0: Really? She's, she's like known for her strategy now. Yes. Yeah, definitely.
2: She's wow. uh, but uh, does Shane call her gangster in an Oprah suit in this? Or did she call it, did he call her that at the reunion? I don't remember that. Something like that. Or he's, that's, that's what he's called her is a gangster in an Oprah suit. Um, It makes
0: sense because she's, yeah, she's so disarming. Yeah. It must really be hard to feel like she's screwing you over. Mm -hmm.
2: And I mean, another spoiler, she plays multiple times. So her, her sort of uh, ability to um, hide, it gets harder and harder when people see her more on the show. And um, yeah. uh, Yeah. Oh, no, I guess we should talk about um, how the the season, instead of being split up by race, they are split up by age and gender at the beginning. Yeah. Maybe as a trial run for the race thing.
1: God, but they dropped that so fast, They
2: dropped it really quickly. And <laughs> if I remember correctly, they dropped the race thing pretty quickly in in Cook Islands, do they not?
0: Yeah, like third episode.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know why they kept doing that. The four tribe thing just doesn't really work. It's it's hard to get to know everybody in four tribes.
0: I agree. And then when they become two tribes, you can't really figure out who's on what tribe for a while. Yeah, you
2: you have to. Yeah, that takes a a, a second as well. So. I like
0: to play around, though, with the format. At first, I didn't like it. But yeah. like I was saying before, I trust the game master, Jeff. Right. And his Fellow producers, I guess Mark Burnett.
2: Yeah, we'll 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 see uh, as as more and more twists get thrown into the game. We'll see if you feel the same way. Oh, really? Well, I yeah. mean, I I always sort of trust Jeff, and but a lot of people have uh, uh, shouted up like, "Quit it, leave it the way it is." Blah blah blah. It's interesting. But, uh, I was
0: upset in the pirate season when they brought uh, the outcasts back. uh Oh, and I'm still a bit upset about it. Mm-hmm. It's lingered I well, hate Burton I just hate Burton I know we're supposed to be talking about season Uh-oh. 12
2: Oh,
1: Cody. This Cody, is where we're that. at odds Burton's my boy Gets that SUV and rips it around <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't imagine
0: anybody liking Burton
2: <laughs> Just say that about any player And then Cody's probably going to like him <laughs> 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 Burton and Coach Those are my
0: guys <laughs> Um I can't wait to meet this coach.
2: Oh yeah, coach is coach is great. I, I will say coach is, is is much much better than Burton. <laughs>
1: um,
2: uh, but so and I guess Suri's first big big move in Survivor um is there's this lady Tina who's by and large like so much better at the at camp life than Suri or anybody else in the old woman tribe um and suri somehow convinces the other women to vote out tina i think yeah. that's
1: a, a a big big move
0: yeah well i, I Oh, sorry. Go, ahead. go ahead cody i,
1: I think that with uh, tina like uh Ceri saw what uh how to get to tina and how to Um, play up on Tina's arrogance so if she questions Tina then it can get turned around right? so at that tribal when um, Sari was bringing up those points about Tina then Tina was quick to throw everyone under the bus just to say that she works harder than everyone else right?
0: it's also a thing you see over and over is like people think they're safe because they're good at wilderness survival Mm -hmm. and everybody's like it's not that important we're not here that long yeah. We'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. A bit harder, but, uh, you know, somebody but typic- else. Is fire. But
2: typically, that person can make it through the first vote. You know what I mean? Like, that it does see- usually is an important person in those first few. Uh, well, that's Rupert's days. whole thing. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. how Rupert makes it through every time. He, well, I catch
0: really a- fish. Wrong, too, though, right?
2: Yeah. Sorry, say that again.
0: He was super strong physically in the yeah. challenge,
2: and he I- knew I- how to build a shelter. Dig a hole. That's how you build a shelter.
0: Oh, God. That's when I started to really not be so sure about him.
2: (laughs) Imagine we're going to be able to stand in our shelter. That's going to be such a luxury. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, I am glad um, it seems like they've stopped talking about catching fish as much. I think, like, the first eight seasons, there's always somebody who goes... I'm the fish guy, mm-hmm. and there's a little storyline of a guy who thinks he's good with everybody because he catches fish.
2: Well, you're 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 in the middle of an entanglement with Ozzy. Is he not talking a lot about f- fishing right now?
0: Yeah, it's kind of come back. Yeah, but and Suri, Suri
2: catches Suri catches a fish.
0: There's always a bit of fish stuff, but I mean the whole storyline of the fish guy. Right. Yeah, which started with Richard
2: right yeah that was his thing and that that was a Richard um, uh, strategy as well don't vote me out because I'm catching fish
0: and it worked because nobody really knew what the hell was going on I
2: think. yeah yeah, totally. well, it was all about who deserves to be there not who's playing strategically um, but, if we can
0: go back to the age and gender thing for a yeah, second I, I was dismayed because as a 34 year old man
2: <laughs>
0: I found out for the first time that I'm an old man, I guess.
2: <laughs> that is so strange. That's really there's a 32 year old woman on the old woman tribe.
1: Oh God that was wild. yeah <laughs> but but I'm and pretty I sure think Bob
0: Dog was 32 and on the young men.
2: Tribe. I know it's weird, eh? yeah bob dog how about bob dog uh, chopping up those fish in that fish challenge though unbelievable i was like holy shit when he first does it like i like audibly like went like whoa fuck bob dog where'd that come from
0: and terry's doing it on the other side who you're used to being this superman yeah and bob dog clowns him
2: maybe there's an alternate universe where bob dog um, wins all the immunities after the merge just don't think he had the passion. Yeah, but he liked getting drunk with Bruce in the outhouse.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I loved that part.
2: (laughs) He also took a huge... When they're all like, we should use the outhouse to to store dry wood, he's like, well, first, I'm going to take a huge shit.
0: I was kind of with him. Like, you get a washroom. Let's at least have our washroom.
2: Aris chose some weird hills to die on. It was really strange. Like, Aris was like... I'm going to tell Ruth Marie she's going home or whoever it was. I'm going to tell her she's going home and that's going to be. And then in his final tribal, that's his like signature move. Yeah. Everyone was pissed off at him about that. That was not a good move. Aris.
0: I hate when people do that. Yeah. And they think they're being honorable, but it feels really like cruel.
2: The Lex thing.
0: Yeah. That's what I was thinking. The first time Lex does it. Um,
2: yeah, so and also going back to the old woman tribe, is Tina is heard it's so it's kind of heartbreaking seeing her go because she's like talking about her how her son died and how she's going to visit this place where she wrote her, she wrote his name. Yeah. And she's immediately voted out right after that.
0: Yeah, and her story even like that she was supposed to be on the previous season.
2: Yeah, but she couldn't because but then her
0: son died and then Yeah. Six months later, I guess, or whatever, she's like, okay, I'll do it. And then she's there for three days.
1: Yeah. It's her I, only child, too. Oh, so I sad. like that a lot, though. Pardon me? No, not that that happened to her, but I like it a lot when they have, like, a full story and they get voted out first.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's it's <laughs> nice when the first one voted out, actually, we get to know them a bit. and not, They're not just some expendable. Um mm-hmm. I mean, if Tina st- stuck around, I think she would have been a uh, a way better character than most of the people on that uh, uh, that are voted out in that pre-merge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but going back to Aris and his trying to find his signature move, I think that Aris's signature move is just pitting himself against Terry because it it set up this whole storyline for the jury. It's Aris versus Terry, and. Uh, may the best man win, and whoever gets through to the end is the one that we vote for, right? So if, if Aris beats Terry, that means, oh, th- that he's chopped the head off the dragon. That means Aris wins.
0: Yeah, but it was all kind of an illusion because Aris sucked compared to Terry. They weren't in the same time zone. No. But all we kept hearing about was the two big dogs, the two, like, strong competitors. But mm-hmm. Aris never, I don't
2: think, he hardly won anything. He won twice the reward challenge where he he says, which I think was great when he he when Terry was complaining and he says, "Somebody call the ambulance." Terry's crying on the course. Um, I didn't
1: think that was great because of how funny (laughs) Aris thought it was. Yeah, and he kept repeating it too. Yeah, (laughs) telling tales of him saying that line. So then I said,
0: "Somebody call the ambulance."
1: (laughs) <laughs> Aris thinks he can go to the end and
2: win against Suri. He's truly mistaken.
0: Yeah, man. I wish Aris didn't win.
2: I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, would you have rather uh, Double D one?
0: Yeah, I like Danielle.
2: Yeah, Danielle. I think was probably a way more strategic player than than. Uh, um, Sorry, Aris, but I think the when Dar- Danielle loses her game when she goes to the the final three tribal council and Jeff asks her who she thinks if she's sure and she's like, no, I don't know who I'm gonna vote for. I'm so nervous. I'm a Gemini. I can't make decisions. And and then the, the jury's like, ugh. What? Yeah, it it just it's such a, a a bad look in front of
1: the jury.
0: I mean, I think she would have been dead either way.
1: Yeah. Probably. Cody, what do you think of Double D? Um, yeah, I think out of the four, final four, she was the one that I knew definitely wasn't going to win. Yeah. Um, and I think that Sari probably would have beat Aris. And I think that uh, Terry definitely would have. Um, if it was Terry and Sari, that would have been more of a toss up. mm.
2: Yeah, I I think still I would definitely give my vote to Suri because Terry was never on the right side of the votes. Like,
1: literally but, never on the right side of the I votes. know, but just to survive when he's been targeted the entire merge, like if, from if, merge if on. If you're going all by, by
2: physical, then yeah, sure.
1: But it's more than physical, too, because he psyched everyone out with his immunity idol that he didn't even need to play. So that has to be worth something, too. Like... He was completely protected almost the entire time, but he still had to fight for his life every mm-hmm. single uh, every single day. So here's here's how I think Terry wins,
2: and I think he should not have voted Suri out. I think he should have voted Danielle out in final four, and then won that final that that, that, that final three immunity and then voted out Seri,
1: and then he wins against Aris in final two. But, mm. but he wouldn't have beat Aris in that challenge. He could barely even stand on that. Oh, three. that lily pal challenge. I forgot. Yeah, Aris did last longer in that. But, well, here's the thing. He doesn't know.
2: I mean, the better he has a better chance of beating Seri and Aris and beating, like, Danielle. She's a captain of sports, you know? So, um, But she, to that she point,
1: does, she, she wasn't She's athletic. Competitive. She wasn't competitive at that
0: point. The second straight uh, feisty athletic pharmaceutical rep.
2: <laughs> Who this? Who's, the, who's the first one?
0: Uh, Stephanie.
2: Oh, Stephanie? Oh, I didn't know she was a pharmaceutical rep. Yeah. She, there, here's another example of the Rupert. Um, she's a fan favorite in the first season she's back and then comes back immediately and is such a uh, dunce.
0: I never liked her. I was shocked that she was a
2: fan favorite. You didn't like her in their first season either?
0: No, oh, I felt like she just complained the whole time that she wasn't on a good team. Well, you're on the team.
2: Yeah, and you, she used she used some words that haven't aged well.
0: Oh, the R
2: word? Yeah, she used the R word, and she used to call Bobby John gay all the time.
1: <laughs> this uh, is uh, where you'll really respect a person like uh, Tom Laidlaw, uh, Tom, because uh, him being an NHL player— Uh, he talks about, this isn't really a spoiler or anything, but he talks about how his team may not be the strongest, but as long as they work together as a team, they can win. And so this outcast, uh, team, he just pulls them together, coaching them and they, you know, that's how you do it. And Mm I'm, I'm surprised they
0: bought it because I don't think the Rangers have won anything in years.
1: (laughs) I think he was on when Gretzky was on the Rangers though.
0: Oh, right. He's a former player.
1: Yeah, but
2: did but did the did I know, I'm not really a hockey guy, but did uh, um, Gretzky win a, a cup with the Rangers?
0: No, in well, fact, oh, there you go. I don't think his Rangers teams are that good. That was the end of his career.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so take that on law. Yeah. <laughs> um, you just got owned.
2: Yeah, there, there we go. We're talking some good Survivor Toms right now. We got Tom Westman, Tom Laidlaw, and in the future, Tom Henry.
0: Exactly, and never forget one of my favorites, Tom the uh, pig farmer or whatever goat farmer oh. <laughs> from Africa.
2: Oh, yeah. oh, oh! Big, big Tom, right? Big Tom. Yeah. Big Tom.
0: Uh, also, yeah. I know this isn't a video podcast, but I got to show you something I'm wearing.
2: For sure. Are those Survivor boxers?
0: They're shorts.
2: From Survivor Africa. That's Africa. really cool. My
0: friend found them in a value village and bought them for me.
2: Oh, my gosh. I wish I had a friend like that.
0: For the listeners, I'm wearing Survivor Africa shorts that are in a, it's sort of a zebra.
2: It's a zebra print. It just kind of looks like zebra print shorts. But then you, if you, you take a closer look, you can you see that it's uh, season three of Survivor, Survivor Africa. I'm really psyched about it. Do you like Ethan Zahn? Eh. Who's your favorite winner so far? What's that? You, you really liked Shane. You really liked season 12. But who's your favorite winner? Sandra. Sandra. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Hear that, Cody?
1: I heard it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's no, uh, whatever. Uh, what's that guy's
2: name? Johnny Fairplay?
0: Uh, no, the guy we already talked
1: about. Iris. Bur- no,
0: Burton. The pirate season, the
1: outcast. Burton. Rupert or Rupert.
0: Rupert.
1: or Rupert. Oh,
0: oh Burton.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, with Pearl Islands, uh, Sandra, of course she's going to beat Lil, because Lil wore a scout's uniform the entire time and lost the fishing hook, which has to be the most embarrassing thing that could ever happen to you but i it's not like sally losing the whole um uh, uh sling thing in this season no but if you're wearing a patch on your shirt that's like a knot patch that you're really good at tying knots and then you <laughs> tie a a poor knot and lose your fishing hook that's the worst you can do i'm not i'm not
2: defending lil or anything we're just talking about how much we like sandra and you go on a rant about lil
1: oh i have to whenever i can because this is Really still grinding me. Mm -hmm. Like when Lil was on the
0: show, it felt like a scary cartoon ghost was on the whole season. (laughs) And then by the end, the storyline was that everybody really respects Lil. It was cool though. when she beat Johnny Fairplay on that. uh, I did
2: like that too. Yeah. Because Johnny Fairplay needs a a smack in the teeth, even though he sent me a nice cameo uh, for my birthday. Did he? yes he did how much was he i don't know it was it was a birthday gift from Uh, my gf but you you got a cameo from richard hatch is that right that's true and he promoted your album
0: my uh my your crave
2: your crave special right yeah
0: yeah i wasn't sure um like do you have to pay extra on cameo to get something promoted
2: i don't know why
0: well, I was kind of looking into it, and then I didn't know if he'd just do it, but I just tried doing it. Mm-hmm. And he did it, but he seemed like a little bit, uh, almost a little bit pissed off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, to maybe me- that's just the way Richard talks, though.
0: Well, no, because I was watching his cameos, mm-hmm. and he does really nice cameos, like three-minute cameos, where he just like basically has a one-sided conversation with somebody, mm. and he seems really pleasant. But mine was like 30 seconds, and he seemed kind of
2: mad yeah, maybe because you just said, "Hey, can you prom- promote my my special?" Yeah, not like, uh, "Hey, I love you so much."
1: and Oh, uh, no, I
0: said that too.
2: Oh, okay.:
1: yeah, I mean, i I don't know. I don't think you have to pay extra for that uh, on uh, cameo. I think it's all part of it, so I got Ernie well, Hudson to promote a show once, and
2: he was very excited to do it. Who was it? Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters? And oh, Ghostbusters two yeah. and Congo, yeah, yeah. He he was he was excited. He didn't he didn't give me the old Richard Hatch.
0: Well, maybe <laughs> he wasn't mad. I don't know. It's just what I was kind of gleaning.
2: Next time, get Ernie Hudson instead of Richard Hatch.
0: Go to my Instagram and find out for yourself if Richard Hatch was mad or not.
1: Yeah, yeah comment yeah. sounds mad or no? This is good. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs>
2: I'm trying. To, um, how long we've we been talking for? Fifty-one minutes or so. Well, I mean, we can uh, keep talking about this season. Co- Cody, do you have any uh, uh, pressing? Oh, we should talk about just like the big th- the big three moments of Shane for me
1: are yeah.
2: him showing Sari his penis.
1: Yeah, that's okay. not a big moment for me. I'm
2: pushing to four. Okay, him him using the BlackBerry.
1: Yeah. Okay. His
2: his chair where he says yeah. I'll go find another one.
0: I just and, want
2: mine. Yeah. Now number four is when he tells Courtney he's gonna kill her in her <laughs> shitty apartment <laughs> and then gets mad at her for saying that her apartment's not shitty. <laughs> it's just an expression, mm-hmm. don't take everything so personal. <laughs> Any any big Shane moments that you that I've forgotten? Well,
0: I love that he constantly insisted on swearing on his son's uh, life. Yes, and then made Bob Dog swear on his son's life.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> a
0: great though, moment. That was as meaningful to Bob Dog as it was to him. Yeah, and <laughs> then when swear he wants his son. And then when he wants to get out of the alliance, which is <laughs> of no help to him, but he comes to them and he says, I want to get out of this alliance, but you guys have to let me take back my son's life. <laughs> <laughs> they're all like, yeah, sure. We want you to
2: leave.
1: I love the overall uh, Shane's story of him just not wanting to be there the entire time. I oh, think that was an all-time can- moment.
2: Well, I think uh, something that helps him at, to want to wanna be there is every time he has a cigarette on a reward challenge. Oh, my
0: God. When he's in the little town, and he gets the cigarette mm-hmm. from the guy. And and then he's, like, sucking every last, like, into the filter. Yeah. That's, that's a great moment. Yeah,
2: Everyone, sh- they they go to that little town, and everyone shows off their talent. Bruce with his karate and, and uh, Shane with his cigarette smoking. <laughs>
0: And then later they don't, like, focus on it as much. But when they're all playing soccer, there's, like, a two one-second shot and Shane has a cigarette in his mouth while he's playing soccer with these
2: kids. And, and when he goes on the reward with his son and Terry's wife. And Terry and his wife have sex, which is, I've never seen that in Survivor. Anyway. Um, it's really
0: awful what she says to him. I can't, what does she say to him that's, like, an innuendo? And then they turn out the lights.
2: He says, be gentle with me.
0: She says, "I'll be good to you."
2: Yeah, something like that. Oh, That's
0: disgusting!
2: <laughs> but um, Shane's talking with his son, and it seems like they're more like friends than they are father and son. But Shane has like a, a like two
1: cigarettes in his mouth at once. <laughs>
2: <laughs> his son is
0: so cute and nice.
1: Yeah, well, but his son says that his dad's his best friend, which made me sad.
0: Yeah. Oh wait. This is important. Do you know what? Do you remember his son's name? Boston. Boston.
2: <laughs>
0: Making his full name
2: Boston Powers. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Boston, Boston Powers. Powers. Oh, I did want to do this, Cody. Um, yep. Yeah. When we did our uh, episode on Survivor Second Chances, we uh, uh, sent it out to the listeners to do the Terry Dietz challenge, which is, uh, Tom, Terry Dietz is in Survivor Second Chances, and there's an iconic scene where he takes a very long blink. So we uh, went to our Instagram and said, let's do the Terry Dietz blinking challenge and, and tag some people and... People people really responded well to it. We got a lot of stories and videos of people blinking and doing the Terry Deeds Challenge. But um, we were remiss because the original Terry Deeds Challenge would be him saying, awesome. <laughs> What's that from? In the Survivor Season 12, he says, awesome and all right, all the time, like he, like like he's coaching a soccer team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I I, thought, I didn't really pick up on that, but Joel messaged me a couple of days ago about it. And I, I was like, oh, I didn't notice that.
2: Yeah, we have to, so we we have to do a new Terry Dietz challenge on the Instagram, Cody. And I'm just saying this right now to the listeners to be ready to uh, be tagging all your friends. It's going to be the new uh, big thing on Instagram is the Terry Dietz uh, awesome challenge. Um, so, yeah, start practicing your awesomes, everybody. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, <laughs> Maybe because the challenge should be to be sort of vaguely accused of sexism, and <laughs> not really know what to say.
2: Well, then, then everybody online is gonna is is already taking <laughs> taking part in the the Terry Dees challenge. <laughs> that was a weird moment, though, eh? That
0: was a weird part. Aris is like, "What's next? You're gonna say something weird about women?"
2: And, and we don't see like, what we don't see anything in edit that suggests that he that terry's you know saying derogatory things at the camp no there there must have
0: been some context
2: yeah i I guess so maybe um i mean you you think about it like on his tribe i don't even remember his tribe name um but they they, it, it was the alliance of four guys and they were just voting off all the women and it was very clear. Right. They only didn't vote off Sally because Sally got saved by Exile Island that episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's the like classic survivor, uh, like Boys Club alliance, though. I mean, in those early seasons, there's a lot of that.
0: Sure. Yeah. Have you guys you... ever had a contestant on this podcast? No. They We've seem. Tried. Oh, really? I asked because they seem pretty accessible.
1: Yeah, yeah, we, could we have, have a couple following harder. us. We have <laughs> we some could. following us on Instagram. Oh, that's we could have, we have could have tried harder um, to get people on, but
0: maybe it's just because these seasons are so long ago. But I go on their Twitters after I watch it, and a lot of them have like one thousand followers.
2: Yeah, yeah, and try to think, we could maybe. <clears throat>
1: we got johnny fairplay following our instagram
2: yeah that's true and we could we could make <laughs> let's try to get bob dog on and talk talk to him about the fish
1: i'm uh. yeah it, now that we bring back that fish moment the only thing i could think of that whole time was why they ever started with bruce trying to ca- uh, cut those fish
2: they're all so mad at bruce when he's when he's taking so long they're like <laughs> come on bruce <laughs> He's clearly bad at it. Just wait for him and then switch him out with Bob Dog.
1: Well, when you see Bob Dog do it, you're like, "Okay, yeah, it's easy, see, Bruce." <laughs> I'd um, like to uh, say how much I love the
0: nickname Bob Dog.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's Tom Dog
0: that just goes so nicely together. It's so fun to say. I wish yeah. I knew somebody named Bob Dog. That me too. So how I could
2: say Tom how? Dog. Tom Dog. That,
0: Tom dog, it doesn't bounce as well. Bob, oh, you need
1: you need the B at the end.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. you could have a Rob. No, still
1: Rob dog. Rob
2: dog. Yeah, Rob dog would work. The, it's the same name, Bob and Rob.
0: Yeah, but the two Bs and then the dog. There's nothing like it.
1: Yeah. So yeah. if you're going to be Rob dog, you might as well be Bob dog. Yeah, because they're both different short forms of that, <laughs> anyways. So yeah, that's right um cody how did you like
2: dan fuego the
1: uh, astronaut um i mean he was fine he kind of had i mean there's uh there's a certain quality in someone where they have just like uh creepy old man mouth yeah well that's what i was and looking for your
2: favorites cody's al- always has these fringe favorite players and i always try and guess who it's gonna be And this this season <laughs> my my guess would have been uh dan fuego
1: what why I don't know because he's he's he looks weird. No, <laughs> I I don't like creepy old man mouth. <laughs> I I would say out of this season, uh, I I just really liked following Terry Dietz. Yeah, I guess, but that that's not really the fringe favorite. That's why I was
2: yeah maybe, maybe a Bruce or a Bob Dog or or a Dan Fuego. Uh, no,
0: my favorite thing about Dan was how. Much he couldn't hold the secret of being an astronaut.
2: Yeah, he told everyone.
0: <laughs> and how liked he would get to be like, Can I tell you a secret? <laughs> well, turns out I wasn't just working on the space shuttle. <laughs> I actually got to fly in a few.
2: <laughs> yep, I'm an astronaut. Three trips to the moon.
1: We have a uh, later season, a uh, much later season, where someone, as their big reveal, starts uh, casually telling people that he's actually a model and he lied about his profession. <laughs> <laughs> as if that would change anyone's <laughs> opinion. I love that.
2: <laughs> All, All right. Well, we, um, Cody, do you have anything else to, to talk I guess, about?
1: The only thing that we haven't fully talked about was uh, the ghost of Terry Deets uh, pushing over Aris on those rocks. Oh,
2: <laughs> yeah. What was it like? Did the glass from the, his his mimosa get into his back and hand? Is that that's how he got stitches, or was it the rock that cut him? I think it was the glass. That is such a humiliating thing, and it just makes everything about him from then on. What's that guy up to now?
0: Aris? Yeah. Oh, he's been back on.
2: He's been back on. Um, Do do you want to know? I mean, I won't tell you how he does, but he goes back on with his brother. Oh, okay. And um, uh, Vetus, you can see, it's cool. You can see, did you see Vetus, uh, Cody, when uh, Aris goes out to hug his family?
1: Oh, yeah, I saw Vetus. And uh, more uh, yoga massages happen in those seasons, so look out for those. Yeah, they're a big yoga family. Aris is on. Rob has a podcast a lot.
0: Um, I haven't listened to that. Are there episodes old enough that I won't get
2: spoilers? Probably not, Tom. I mean, no. it's a newer thing. It's a newer thing. Yeah, they start at. They're I new. Mean, and they're, and he he also uh, does like four or five podcasts a week. So that it I mean, you're you're scrolling down oh. so far to get down there. Yeah.
0: Now um, let me do this. It's season forty now,
2: yep, yep,
0: so you must see people much older than when they were first on,
2: oh yeah, sure, I mean, Ethan Zohn came back recently, and uh, he looks completely different. He still looks hot like he's still you know Ethan zahn, but he he looked a lot different, and after, I don't know if you know this, but Ethan Zahn went through like cancer treatments and stuff like oh, yeah, I heard that yeah survivor. And he I was th- married to Jenna Maraska for a while. Can't believe that.
0: Mm-hmm. They got married? Yeah. I remember on one of the reunions, I guess the all-star reunion, they like revealed that relationship, and both of them looked not that psyched about it.
2: Well, they eventually got a divorce.
1: So, so I knew I could tell.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I think that it's going to be more jarring for you to watch these in succession and see the people age at a rapid pace when they start returning.
0: Yeah, well, I was worried. I saw a picture of Probst that looked uh, like he was older than I want him to be.
2: Interesting. <laughs> I've I've always found that Probst like is is frozen in time. Like I, it must be Botox or something, but he hasn't aged that much. I mean, for somebody who's been on air for twenty years, I think he doesn't look that different than he did when he started.
0: He has the craziest dimples I've ever seen. Yeah, they're like lines. Hmm. Um. I have so much to ask you guys.
2: Oh yeah, please.
0: No, I can't think of anything.
2: <laughs> Strategy talk, or 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 just about. Our well,
0: lives? I don't know. I hear a lot about these survivor parties where they all get together and then things happen. Like, I read that Johnny Fairplay is the only person who's been banned from those parties.
2: Mm-hmm, because he uh, harassed Jeff's brother at the season nine uh, reunion.
0: He <laughs> got in a fight with Jeff's brother?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, Johnny, th- this was, uh, I think that was the last time they did those parties where it was open bar so they stopped being so big after that uh, so johnny got fucking wasted drunk and he um and this was the first time that julie berry and jeff Probst were stepping out together as a couple um so johnny had you know lots to say and blah 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 about julie berry and jeff dating and blah 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 and and he and jeff's brother started pushing each other pushing yeah. So Jeff. So then Johnny got taken out by security, and then was never invited back to one of those reunion parties. And they they did invite him out to Survivor Micronesia. So he's in season sixteen. Because is that some kind of villains thing? I'm guessing. That's uh, fans versus favorites.
0: Oh, okay. Um, is there yeah. there? There's like a heroes versus villains one, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's season twenty. But no fair play. No fair play.
0: Because he's banned probably.
2: Yeah, he and he, Jeff has like openly called him a jackass in an interview before. Like they, yeah. they there's a lot of no love lost, I guess. He um, was
0: very hateable. But I will say this, as far as this Julie Berry situation goes, mm-hmm. I was really disappointed in Game Master to learn that he would do that. And also, Jeff Probst is definitely some kind of alpha, so I could see his brother being the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have to side with Fairplay as far as this uh, shoving match goes. I think Jeff
2: softens up through the years; like he he seems more and more like a teddy bear after after a certain point. You don't get as much as that, like sort of sassy Probst, where he's like I... telling Clay not to write nicknames down and stuff.
1: I don't know though, because like his love for all the athletes that come on like just uh he gets really like it really comes out when there's like a an nfl player on there or whatever and he can just kind of like fanboy and get like really macho with them you know Mm -hmm. i I find it comes out more during those moments
2: but i think with just like just like modern politics and stuff that's happened on the show recently he's sort of softened up and and Ben and is it a, a little more understanding to certain situations that maybe he he wouldn't understand otherwise?
1: I guess over the last like couple years, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, but yeah, the Julie. Did you like Julie Berry? No, no. So you're disappointed with him that he would date Julie Berry or that he would date a uh, contestant. That he would
0: date a contestant.
2: Okay, so it wasn't like that season. You were like, "Why are you dating Twilight instead of Julie Berry?" <laughs> hey, hey, Jeff.
0: If he dated Twilight, I would, uh, I would be, I would be pretty thrilled. Or Scout. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that can happen.
2: Well, did you know that <laughs> Eliza is running? Eliza from season nine is running for like district attorney.
0: Really. In in
2: New York City. With those big giant eyes. Yeah. They can, she can see everything that's going on, but anyway, any, any questions, any other questions, Tom? I mean, I have tons,
0: but I guess I can't think of them now, but, uh, I'll just keep messaging you.
2: Okay. Do you want to plug your album at all? Or sorry, your, your special, which I did watch. It's really good, Tom.
0: Thanks, Joel. Yeah, sure. I have a special out on Crave TV. It's called 66 jokes.
2: Great um thank you so much for coming on tom this was a a fun chat
0: thanks for having me i'd love to come back on as i keep watching the seasons if you'll have
2: let us us know when when one is really popping out to you and we'll we'll uh we'll start watching with you
0: i can be your survivor from the past consultant
2: yeah that's good i yeah the the first
1: yeah that's good that's a good idea i Um, love it cody do you
2: have anything to say
1: uh no yeah thank you uh tom for uh coming on and joining us um i love the perspective of someone that's going through it uh from the beginning up uh it's such a unique thing and i'm excited for you to see all of the future twists and turns that this show takes
2: yeah yeah and
1: uh i, mean... I know we're wrapping
0: up but are there like really controversial twists and turns
1: sure definitely yeah. definitely no more controversial than the uh, race war season you're currently watching.
2: Yeah, I would say that's probably the, the, the most questionable thing that the producers do. There's certainly some things that contestants uh, do and say along the way that are, that are very controversial as well.
0: Oh, well, I mean, that's all like social stuff. But I mean, in yeah. terms of like game mechanics...
2: Well, if right. you didn't like the outcast twist, you're not gonna like a few uh four or five seasons uh in the twenties and thirties. Really. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: you might just not like those twists. I think if it's I've... a little better than the outcast twist. The outcast, the outcast twist, twist is... yeah.
0: If I had to be in a tribe with Burton or Lil after that, I would have just never stopped telling them they didn't belong there. <laughs> you got sort of
2: so you you, you're you're the andrew savage
1: i love andrew savage there you go cody did you hear that i uh i am so excited for you to see uh hipster uh andrew savage in the in the future dressing like he's 21 oh (laughs) oh
2: oh do you want to hear a story yes uh so my my uncle uh um, went to the Bahamas, and he knows I like Survivor. And he comes back and he says, "So, Joel, I was uh, I was having dinner and uh, and having drinks with um, Andrew Savage for my entire uh, trip to Bahamas." Whoa! Yeah, they were like they they didn't know where they recognized him from, so they Googled him like in between um, their like their hangouts with him and found out he was up on Survivor, but they never brought it up with him. They didn't. No. So, but they did, uh, um, they said he was a really nice guy.
0: I feel like he could, uh, run for president
2: and win. He has that sort of vibe to him for sure.
0: He's Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. He also looks, I guess kind of like a movie star or something.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. The, um, the little meeting between Andrew Savage and Rupert when they have to take something from their camp.
2: We've we've discussed this moment many times on this podcast. Oh. This is a big iconic moment where where <laughs> Rupert says, uh, this was not uh, looting. This was an exchange between two friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like what he's like, you could take the whole can or you could take this. Mm-hmm. I know I, I know how much rice you need, and it's all right there. <laughs> oh my god! I gotta
0: get more. Yeah, I gotta get more into the survivor community. I'm a real I'm a survivor head now. It's all I have in my life.
1: Well, That's there's, good. there's a YouTube channel that does survivor essays, and we could probably find uh, some and send you links uh, for about where you're watching. Uh, well, I, it's really I, good
2: he he off He often like cites the future and stuff, so I, I just worry about spoilers with Tom.
1: do people well, get really
0: heavy yeah. into game theory? oh absolutely oh, absolutely yeah, yeah. And, and
2: like there like he has an essay about the surre three two one um vote so and and how that sort of changed the game.
0: There must be like real distinct math about this kind of situation,
2: yeah. There's different levels of of gameplay. Whether you're yeah, like level one, level two, level three, level four. Like the 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 school of thought, like how deep you're thinking into into the game.
1: Oh right, right yeah. I think between uh, this season twelve and then uh, the one that you're watching now. Uh, this is where like strategy really starts coming into play about numbers. I think in these two seasons, I think the um, the one you're watching now really starts to shape uh, the game to what we see now. Okay,
0: because you can always tell when somebody knows when to hop alliances, right? There's yeah. always a time when you have to know when to jump. Mm-hmm. I guess Rob Sister Nino was good at that.
2: Yeah, he he was the first big flipper. But there there are people who flip and and it does not work out for them
0: well, because then that's the social aspect of the game. Yeah. You, can't just, you can't just play numbers because you're gonna offend people
2: hmm but I will say this about Sri now that I come to think about it like her she plays quite a few times and every time she plays afterwards, she has a, a like iconic tribal council, whether it's her whether she's on the right side of the numbers or, or not like there are I mean. Uh, remind me to talk about it on the podcast, Cody, when Tom's not on because I don't want to spoil it. But there are like uh, her in, in Heroes versus Villains, her and Tom Westman are involved in this, I I think, underrated Tribal Council. But I think it's just like the most insane vote in the pre-merge. I, yeah. Um, it's now, just, who are these villains that they have? Rob's there.
0: With two B's? Oh, Rob's sister Nina.
2: No, sorry, Boston Rob.
0: Oh yeah, of course.
2: Boston Rob, uh, Danielle DiLorenzo, Lorenzo, of course. She's a villain. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't see why.
2: Well, I think Shane Powers was supposed to be on that season, and I think they wanted them on to be to be on the same tribe, and then Shane got dropped at the last second for somebody else. Uh. Probably coach. No, it was Russell Hans. If, oh, if we have time, give
0: me a quick like. Give me your fave all time. Your all timers. Give me your all time favorites. If you were doing a heroes versus villains.
2: Well, my favorite TV character of all time is Tony Villacos, but you haven't met him yet.
0: Oh wow! When do I get to meet him?
1: Season twenty eight. <laughs> so in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I. uh... uh I think heroes you uh you'd have to put like Rupert's gotta be on a hero tribe. Well he's okay. on the hero I, tribe. But let yeah. me
0: rephrase not heroes, but your favorites.
1: My yeah. favorites. Oh good. Uh yeah, coach coach is up there. Um, I have a lot of uh favorites in the other seasons that we've seen. I like I I like to dislike Johnny Fairplay, I'll say. Because I do think that uh, he did some very entertaining things in his season.
0: Well, that was just, he wanted to be the heel, right? He's yeah.
1: Guy. Yeah. So I, I'm a wrestling fan too. So I, I'm kind of into it a little bit. I'm not, uh, I'm not rooting for him and I love rooting for bad guys, but.
2: I think guys like him and guys like Russell Hantz, so you'll meet in the future, Tom, They they like being this sort of villain character. They like, screwing people over and stuff like that, but it's almost impossible for them to win because they're pissing people off so much to the way that people
1: don't want to vote for them in the end.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. a weird way to try to win.
1: Yeah. I think what I love about Coach as a villain is that he's a villain that thinks of himself as a hero.
2: <laughs> yeah, that is that is one of the best parts of Coach. Um, give me
1: like... I, yeah, sorry, listen,
2: go on. Or, no, go on, Tom. What were you going to well, ask?
0: Give me like... I mean, it's on the spot, but give me like your top five survivors, even the ones I don't know.
2: Okay. Um,
0: you've said Tony, uh, whatever.
2: I love Tony. I gotta say, I really love Parvati. Um, Really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe not in, in 13 when she comes back, she's better.
1: Um, pretty good in 13
0: though. I just don't know her that well yet. I guess I'm like five episodes in.
2: Yeah. She's pretty fun in, in, uh, In that season. I also really like David Wright. I've always been a David Wright fan. He's from the 30s. Um, Hmm. I I am being put on the spot, and I'm going to look back and be like, oh, God, Joel. Um, That's okay. Because he's fresh in my mind, I would just love to see Shane Powers play again.
0: Oh, God, I love him.
2: I love Shane. Uh, he, like, because I sort of look back and I'm like, oh, he's probably a jerk, and his his outbursts probably haven't aged well, and yeah. we're probably going to look back and be like, oh, geez. But no, I, I still think he's super entertaining. Like, like, and and has a lot of heart to him. So I'm sort of cheering for him at the same time. Um, who else do I really like? Uh, um, I'm a winner guy. I like winners. Really? Yeah. Um, now. Let or me do you know my rant about winners um,
0: a little sidetrack, but mm-hmm. I find the winner um whoever the winner may be uh often to be anticlimactic Ooh. right that it's more about the journey, and then the final winner right. is kind of like and they're not even on the they're not even at the place anymore, yeah, they look I, all different.
2: <laughs> yeah I think the most epic winner that you've seen Tom is probably still hatch yeah hatch
0: was huge
2: yeah and I think the winners get more epic as they start bringing back more bigger fans of the game and people are uh, taking more interesting ways to get it to the end and the end game ultimately be because Survivor isn't that huge of a phenomenon anymore. It's not about being famous. It's about winning the game. Once that becomes a thing, um, it, the the winners become a bit more satisfying, I think. Because especially in those first 10, it's it's all about... Um, it's not all about, but there's a lot of people playing for the Got Milk campaign. A lot of people playing to be the fan favorite and not playing... I would even argue that... that uh, Rupert is not a great survivor player, but he's more of a camera hog. Like that's what he's really trying to do out there. You know, like, yeah, like that's, that's not frustrating part, but that is a big factor in watching that first 10 seasons because survivor was such a huge phenomenon back then.
0: Well, yeah, you'd be foolish not to try to stand out, get invited back and
1: yeah, exactly. and. I do think that Rupert is trying to prove that you can win playing an honorable, no backstabbing game, though. I think that's his overarching goal. Is he trying to
2: prove that, or is he just trying to do it? I don't think he knows enough about the game to be wanting to do it to prove
1: it. I I think he brings it up. I, I think that he really wants to win without backstabbing anyone or making enemies. That he just wants to say you can get to the end this way there's a lot of guys like that uh that will be like i'm gonna win just from challenges i'm sure like that's basically what terry says too yeah. yeah well terry like, Deeds
2: in his sorry tom and, and in second chances he keeps talking about like wow i'm actually doing strategy right now <laughs> like that's his his whole story and in, in his second time <laughs> around is him, him actually strategizing well, and but, but terry did strategize
0: when he had the numbers on his own tribe yeah, he yeah. Didn't have the number. He didn't have a choice, really. He he was gonna get he, picked off unless he won everything.
2: He was basically doing the when in his original tribe. He was doing the Tom Westman thing. It was like seeing Tom Westman after the merge, before the merge. How do you feel about Tom Westman? He's one of the more impressive winners of Survivor the just frog march to the end and basically have the win given to him by. By Ian because of it's one of the best social games, right because he like people just wanted Tom to win, like even the people he was against really wanted Tom to win
0: and how do you feel about Ian doing that thing where he jumped
2: off i mean because of his conscience I don't love that in survivor it's kind of it's 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 an interesting thing to talk and think about, but um I, I like that to be kept out of Survivor. You know, I, I like to see people who want to win. I mean, that's the thing. That's what I'm talking about. Like, Colby taking Tina to the end instead of Keith and Ian jumping off the perch um, so that Tom can win. That's people being like, I don't want to be the villain that that beats Tom. I don't want to be the villain that votes off Tina. I, I, I would rather people like me back home than be mad at me and win.
0: I'm very anti-Colby, by the way. Really? Yeah,
2: I'm we with talked, you. We talked about him. He's in the movie Red Eye with Killian uh, um, Murphy and and Rachel McAdams. Really? Yeah, we we did an episode about that.
1: And, I, uh, and what curb what your enthusiasm.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, he's. I know he's, he's in the curb. Yeah. He's great in that. I I like Colby. I think he's fun. And I, I, he's he's very. I think he's very fun to watch in heroes versus villains because he's he's getting the dodo edit. He's like such a moron.
0: Is he a hero in it?
2: Yeah, he's one of the heroes.
0: See, he gets painted that way, but when you watch season two, he's just sort of angry and mean to everybody the whole time. Yeah, I agree
2: I, with you. I guess you're kind of right. He's, he's, he's just really handsome, I guess, in that first season. Oh,
0: I have a question. Yes. Because I've been watching on CBS All Access. Mm-hmm. When I first watched Sur- Survivor season two, when it was on... I swore that Colby and Jerry made out.
2: No,
1: I don't think so. <laughs> so I imagined that?
2: I think you imagined it, yeah.
1: That was a dream you had after you they, watched one of the they episodes.
2: S- they definitely uh had a lot of um uh you know, chemistry and and flirted a lot and and I am no Hershey bar and uh oatmeal raisin cookies and all this discussion but um
0: did you watch it when it was first on
2: when i was a kid yeah i think i know i'm i'm under 34 i'm no old man
0: (laughs) you're on the young tribe
2: yeah i Um, think it
0: might have happened and they cut it out because also in season one this i know happened i remember it very distinctly greg and uh jervis
2: oh greg and jervis
0: were they were having a party and they both got naked yeah And they were talking about the size of their dicks. Yeah. And that's not in in the CBS All Access. I think they do cut stuff out.
2: Well, they discussed that in the reunion episode.
0: Well, whatever happened, it's not in the episode when you watch it on All Access. Right. Interesting. Hmm. Also, I forgot to bring this up, but back to the theme of this Season 12 thing. Did anybody realize or think about the fact that Shane's Blackberry is the natural evolution to Greg's coconut phone.
2: Yeah, I thought about that recently because I, I remembered Shane's BlackBerry a lot. So when I watched Borneo again recently, I was like, wow, Greg's phone is a lot like uh, Shane's BlackBerry. How about that? Who knew Shane wasn't the first crazy guy who who uh, used the phone? Yeah, it was nice to see. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. good to see Shane with that, with that BlackBerry is... Honestly, I watched that and I'm like, oh my God, this man is literally insane. Like, because well, he's saying, okay. I'm communicating with people that aren't here right now.
0: Yeah. Well, also, we didn't talk about the fact that he, that's how he was quitting smoking. Yeah. From three packs a day.
2: That's a lot of smokes. That's and that's a lot the, of nicotine.
0: Nicotine withdrawal is like very intense.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So yeah, nobody was going crazy.
1: Yeah, his irritability was justified in that sense. I guess.
0: Well, I've been around people who are quitting smoking, and they're ang- they're really angry, and they're like, "Snap!"
2: I've quit nicotine a couple times, and uh, it's, it it definitely puts me on a lot of edge. I wouldn't want to be doing that on an island with no food.
1: And Joel um, yells at me at a regular basis as is. And let alone Cody, this. when I, yeah. when I
2: was yelling at you recently. Not maybe. I would definitely in like Island of the Idols like territory. That's when I was quitting nicotine most recently. So you can you can bring that up with them. Really, it is big big tobacco. Yeah,
1: I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. What about when you uh, when I said that I wasn't a big fan of your favorite player Tony Vlacos, and you took off all your clothes and ran out of my house? Mm -hmm. And just ran up and down the street. Wow,
2: Um, that was not my that was not Big Tobacco's fault. That was your fault for saying such slanderous things.
0: (laughs) You are the pain of this podcast.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm. I kind of am a lot like Shane, which makes me upset about myself. (laughs) I think it should make you happy about yourself. Yeah. Well, I hope I don't have an a vice article written about my relapse it
0: was a nice article the photos they were raw they were real
2: mm-hmm. uh, i will also bring up i brought this up on the 180 episode but when i watched survivor season 12 i guess i was 12 or 13 and i loved D- danielle DiLorenzo. lorenzo yeah she was a, a a crush of mine a survivor crush per- uh, as Nick uh, Wilson would say,
1: uh, Tom, this is your first time on the podcast, so you uh, you don't know this, but every single episode, Joel says he has one or two different survivor crushes. He'll bring up someone every time. this is This is not a new thing for him. Well, how can you not? You're in the At- world? <laughs> yeah, you know.
2: I mean, especially Danielle is wearing, I was watching with my girlfriend and she was saying that is not a functional bikini for running up and down the beach and all this stuff. And even when she's doing the fire making challenge against Sari, they're having to blur out her, her nipples.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, I do agree with you about uh,
2: Danielle. Yeah. You can see why they bring her back. I mean, I will say this, her, her reputation is much, Having to do with her her performance in Heroes versus Villains, and I think she is much better than they we all give her credit for. She's still not great in in uh, uh,
1: Survivor Panama, but she's she's better than her reputation. What do you think, Cody? I mean, I think this was my first time seeing Danielle because oh, I, I we watched Heroes versus Villains. Oh, right. Never mind. I I, I guess I don't remember, um, but. Yeah, I think uh, – I don't know. She she was okay, but she was another person on one of these seasons of Survivor where I just knew they weren't going to win. Like when you're watching through, I just – so to me, I, I like the people and the people that I remember – are more of either the really big characters or the ones where I'm like, oh, they might win. Like, they're doing really well right now getting around the game. So Danielle, for me, was, like, fine. But I think watching that movie 180 and that terrible acting just ruined her for life for me.
2: I do really like her accent when she says, I started a fire. <laughs> yeah. Pretty nice. Anyway, um... <laughs> We've talked a while since we since you're we giving our closing words. I think we've done thirty minutes after that. So, oh,
0: boy. okay, you'll have to edit that to the end.
2: Oh, that's okay. okay. We do this all the time. We we go to close up and then we talk for twenty minutes more.
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs> people are um, used to it. Uh, but I will say because we were talking about favorites before, and Sandra's favorite uh winner of all time and she said this recently is uh is tom uh westman
2: oh really i think, I think a lot of people see tom's win as like as good as you can get he and uh, uh you know i don't want to spoil but the the people i mean sometimes the most boring winners are the ones that frog march to the end and are just like you know nobody's voting for them um and you know like people love them and playing this great social game great strategic game it's it's hard to watch as a viewer but it's just like really imp- a really impressive game and i think tom westman played that for sure
0: that's and interesting it, i can see that it it was impressive sometimes people win and it's boring they're yeah. just like what was the one season four which i hate
2: Marquesis.
0: Yeah, the final Visepi- two was Vesepia and.
2: Um, yeah, I don't. I don't even remember Urban. what her name is. Is she Kelly? Is that her name? Nalea. Leia. Leia, right? No, No, Leia. right? Okay.
0: And it just felt like this is. There's nothing good can happen here.
2: Would you have rather Pascal and Kathy have been final two?
0: I'm a Kathy fan. Yeah. yeah Kathy Not, would be good. I don't good. care about Pascal, but Kathy mm-hmm. for sure.
2: Okay, well, we're the final three, and I'm sure some people have made it to the end of this podcast. And, and good job if you did. And thank you for listening, everybody. And uh, Tom, again, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And, of course, we're going to have you back on to talk about other seasons if you'd like. I would
0: love to. This was a thrill.
2: Okay, good. Um, Cody, uh, it's good talking to you as well. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Joel. And uh, everyone, remember to rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and uh, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, please do that. Um, uh, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it, but uh, we haven't had one in a while and we're kind of upset about that. Um, uh, (laughs) I'm ready to take it to the streets. Uh, Anyway, um, uh, I will uh, see you all next week. And again, we love you and thank you so much for listening.